You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate. A series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about what we think it is to be a good guest. Uh, As we head into the holiday season, lots of people are traveling or doing things a little bit more this year. And I also recently had a a wedding a few months back in which I was a host. And so I had been toying with this idea of what is it to be a good host? Mm -hmm. I had many people come up to me after the wedding and talk about how great it was and how much they loved it. I think they would have said that even if it was bad, but I'll take (laughs) the feedback regardless. I was there. I was there. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And then this kind of got me thinking, well, what does it mean to be a good guest? What is, Mm -hmm. you know, what does that look like if you're visiting someone else's space and you're, you know, in a different setting? What are those measures that you can take to be a good guest? And as a host, what would you like to see from Mm -hmm. your guests as well? You know, what are the things that stand out to you when a guest will do something and you think, oh, I want to make sure I do that the next time I'm a guest mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to I you, also, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I also think, tell me if we, what do you think of this? I think that if you're a guest and you're not being a good guest, you'll never know. Right. Because they won't say anything because they'll be polite and then you're going to leave and then they're going to discuss it. Right. But I don't think we, I, I don't know if we ever tell somebody they weren't a good guest. I think you just don't. <laughs> So this is another reason why I think we should have it because you may not even know you're not being a good guest because no one's telling you. Right. Is it okay? Like if you're the host, is it okay to tell someone that they weren't a good guest? And now that you bring that up, I'm I'm curious, like, is that something that we should do to help each other, educate each other? Or (laughs) I don't don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. I think I would just be like... You know, I would be like, oh boy, that was rough, you know, but I don't know. I also see, here's the other thing is, would you be invited back? Right. Because that's the thing. If you're a bad guest, you might not know it. But if the next time you go to stay with that person, there's always some sort of reason you can't, that would be a good indicator (laughs) that maybe you weren't the best guest. (laughs) But our listeners, they're probably amazing guests. I think so. I think so too. Uh, Before we dive in, I do want, I have a little sharing moment because whenever I think of being a a guest or being a host either, I think of this memory I had of when I went to my friend's home. This must have been at least five or six years ago at this point. Um, She was a couple years older than me and it was at a time in my life where I was not feeling very confident in my adulting skills. And I always looked up to her for those sorts of things. And she provided to me as a host, my own bath puff, like a, you know, a little washing Mm. puff Mm -hmm. thing. And I just thought that was so genius because as, as a guest or when you're traveling, you don't necessarily think to bring a washcloth or a bath puff or anything like that with you. So not guest, but as a host, I just want to throw that out there. That's I've started doing that now. I keep like spare bath puffs for if somebody is visiting. I keep spare toothbrushes as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But 
related because if you are a guest, those are things you should think about and make sure you're bringing with you if you want them. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, the, the other thing I was thinking about too is there's so many different types of how you're a guest. So I've been to uh, dinner parties where it was really extravagant and learning how to be a guest and something that's a little more posh, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit just, and how to dress for that, even though it's just dinner, you still have to dress to match it. Right. And, um, and, and then I've been to super casual, you know, backyard barbecues and everything in between and Super Bowl parties and then holiday dinners and there's traditions or like there's so many things and, and being that a really great guest, the first thing, I wanted to say, if you don't mind, I'm going to dive in is um, I kept thinking of this phrase as we were preparing to read the room. I, sometimes I think we forget to read the room. And what I mean is like, get what are the cues? Like, and, and I mean, you can take that in so many angles. So how you would talk at a Super Bowl party is not necessarily how you would talk at a dinner party around the table. Right. And it doesn't always translate. And I think it's important to read the people you're with and, and mirror that instead of bringing something that doesn't, doesn't fit into the conversation, bringing a party that doesn't fit into the conversation. So that was my first thought I had is this whole thing about, cause I was thinking about me and how I am very mindful of the people I'm with. And I want to merge, I want to kind of merge into their culture and into their home. I want to be part of it and not like bring my own self in. Like I, I, I'm still bringing myself in, but I'm also merging into if the, if the levels are quiet, I'm going to be quieter. If the levels are loud, I'm going to be loud. So that was my first one. I am in complete agreement with that. So, uh, For this episode, Karen and I both came up with a few things that we feel that it is to be a good guest. And one of the things that I have on my list is just in complete alignment with what you were saying, Karen, this idea that you should match your host's um, energy, you should match the habits, you should match, you know, the setting of what that particular event is. Uh, So to, you know, piggyback off what you're saying, I completely agree. You need to think about what the setting is if it's uh, if you're going to a party and you know that everybody's going to be really like gregarious and loud and extroverted, then as a guest, I I personally think that you should try to match that energy, even if that doesn't yeah. come naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then figure out if you're an introvert and you're going into an extroverted space, for example, you would just need to figure out those moments where you can carve some space to yourself for your mm-hmm. recovery time, even if it's as simple as like going into the restroom and like taking a couple deep breaths or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I do think that's a really big aspect of being a good guest, this ability mm-hmm. to, uh, for lack of a better way of explaining it, to, to be um, like a chameleon, right? And to be able mm-hmm. to match match what you're doing to what the hosts are mm-hmm presenting to you Mm -hmm. and I know some people would think well but that's me being fake but no but then we're not saying be fake we're saying find that piece in you like that's the piece they're they really are interested in seeing at the at the parties or at the dinner table that's the piece they're interested in so you just pull that side of you out more a little bit more another thing to I'm going to tag what you said too is as I was googling and just trying to see what all these you know, magazines were saying about being a good guest, the word mingle kept coming up. Hmm. And so it kind of goes along with what you just said, 
to make sure when you're a guest that you are mingling with everybody and don't just pick the one person. So you go out of your way. And I think that would also solve if you're an introvert in an extroverted social setting or whatever it is, dinner party, to make sure you you know the names, you know the people you've, you've, you've said, okay, I'd like to, you and I, who are you? What's your name? How are you? Whatever. Like you're just mingling mm-hmm. and not just sticking to your chair and sticking to the person to your right or left. Right. So I thought that was, that's, I didn't, I didn't ever associate that being a good guest meant to mingle. Like you have to find a new to mingle. And I thought that was a good, a good uh, reminder. What I like about what you're saying is it brings me back for, for those of you who have been listening and with us since the beginning, our very first episode we ever did was about socializing. Yes, yes. And one of my favorite tips <laughs> and tricks that I use, because I am, I do have this tendency to be shy. Uh, so I stick by the snack table because I know that people are, will eventually pass by the snack table. So it's a great opportunity to be able to mingle with other people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you a question, Karen. I am curious what your opinion is. Um, to go along these same lines that we're talking about, what if, you know, it's time to go spend the night at somebody's house or it's time to go to the event and you know that you're going to have to be really extroverted or you know there's going to be a lot of people there and maybe you're actually not ready for that. In your opinion, I'm just curious, is it okay to just not go? Like at the last minute, make a decision. If you, assuming you're not the only person invited, if it's right. just you, that's different, right? Um, but if you know that you aren't going to be able to mingle, or you know that you're going to be in a bad mood, is it better to just cancel, or do you, or do you go still and be a party pooper for laughing? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, this is what I would do. I would be. I would arrive late. And stay for an hour. Okay, I like that. Because they're already into it. <clears throat> so you're not you're not creating the energy. You're not creating the atmosphere. The atmosphere has already been created. So go late, stay for 45 minutes and just say, um, you know, I can't stay for long, but I had to come and I had to say hi and I had to see everybody, but I can't stay for long. Mm-hmm. And it, this way you're covering your tracks and you're still, you can find it in you to do something for 45 minutes. Just don't go at the beginning. <laughs> right. Well, I like that because that is a way that you're being a good guest, right? You're still yeah. coming. You're still trying to put your best foot forward, even though you know you might be in a funk or whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah. But that is a way that you're thinking about it as a guest. How can I be a good guest to this? Yeah. Whereas yeah. I do think maybe canceling at the last minute is not because then people are going to wonder, like, what's wrong with you? You're yeah. making it about yourself now. And yeah. that's not yeah. very guest-worthy behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's I, – I mean, it depends how close you are to the host. If you call and say, I am I'm so off. I'm, uh, if you're close to the host, they're really going to watch you there, you know. Right? Yeah, no, I think I think the, I think I would. I would go – I would just arrive late and just text your friend, say, I'm running late. I, I will be there. See you soon. So they don't worry and they don't, and they're like, okay, thanks. See you when you get here kind of thing. But yeah. Okay. So I, I have some other thoughts and, and I'm curious for you too. And something Corey and I do and um, is we do, we always like to bring a gift uh, of sorts. So it doesn't have to be expensive, 
So I remember going to a friend of mine's house and I got her turmeric peanut butter. Ooh. And it was just a jar because who eats turmeric peanut butter? And I saw on the shelf, I went, well, that's, that's kind of cool. So it was $5 for this little jar. And, but it was so cool. It was such an interesting gift item that um, it's, a, it's a conversation piece too. So if you can do that, you can get a little bag of coffee um, from your favorite coffee shop, just a tiny bag of $7 coffee. So don't think $20, $30. It's this, these, these kind or like tea, if they're tea drinkers, mm-hmm. you can get um, different types of little bags of candy that are wrapped nice for four bucks. Like it's, it's, it's a good idea to go with a little something. Some people, you know, I've been given cactus, you know, little, little things of cactus, you know, like little cactus, um, a bottle of wine is definitely a for sure win. If you like, the only thing I would say for a bottle of wine is match the way they drink wine, right? Because it is a turnoff if they are wine connoisseurs and it, and you you take a, a less expensive wine or a, you know one that's younger than they they appreciate. That's a turnoff. So you have to if you're going to do wine, you got to match their wine likings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the traditional flowers. And I also thought like a small little candle. You can get a dollar store for a dollar fifty. So, but come with a gesture. It's just a gesture of I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you invited us. And here's a little candle, you know, or whatever. But don't think expensive because that's not the point. And it's mm-hmm. just a thing of of a, a welcoming. Saying thanks for welcoming welcoming us into your home. Mm-hmm. So I want to know about you. What, what do you think about that? I like that. So I on on my list over on okay. this end, I had something similar. I was thinking more um, rather than a an event, I was thinking more long-term, like if you're going to spend the night somewhere, or if you're going to be in mm. someone's home for a while. And one of the things that I thought uh, I appreciate when people do, and I like to do myself, is to offer to um, pay for a meal or one of the activities that you do, or just make sure that you're offering to pick up oh, right. or clean up in that yes. way. So it's a similar idea in the sense that the gesture mm. is that you're providing them with something or giving them some sort of gift. Um, So I really like taking that same idea into more of a one-off setting, like what you're Mm -hmm. saying to bring Mm -hmm. something small, whether it's a plant or um, Mm -hmm. their favorite beverage, um, something fun that you see that reminds you of them, like Mm -hmm. turmeric peanut butter. Um, But yes, I was thinking more along being a long-term guest. And I think in those cases, very similar idea, making sure that you offer to pay for like pastry in the morning, or maybe you just go out and get it. If they're late sleep sleepers, but you know, you get up early, like go and get a pastry spread and bring it back for them in the morning or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. But mm-hmm. it's, the, I think the sentiment is the same, right? It's mm-hmm. just this idea mm-hmm. of gift giving. Okay, well, on that, because let's stay there for a second on the overnighters when you're going to be a guest in someone's home overnight. I for sure want to tell people strip the bed, strip Mm -hmm. the bed, take the pillowcases off and the sheets off and put them in a little pile and then remake the bed without the sheets and have it ready or even if they'll let you throw it in, start the wash it, it, they love it. I have not met anybody who doesn't love that. They'll go, don't you even have to do that? But they absolutely love it because it's just that one extra less thing they have to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can really like put them in the wash and you're there long enough to put them in the dryer and then put, make the bed again, that's like 
major brownie points. But if you don't have that kind of time, definitely for sure strip the bed and your towels and your washcloth, put them in a little bundle so they know what's dirty and what, what's been used. So that is, that's a big one for me. It's such a huge, and people, I truly, people appreciate that little gesture. Yeah. I'm very on board with that. Uh, I try to do that when I'm staying as an overnight guest and I can attest that it is definitely appreciated when people do that as well. And as you said, I think my response is always like, well, you didn't have to do that, but it does. It, it's a small gesture that goes a really long way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like what you said too about buying them something like buying their coffee, buying their dinner. If you're spending the night, you know, I think that's, yeah, I like what you said. It's true. Like if you do take something, take responsibility for something to show that you're your team player. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Another one for overnight guests that I thought, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to articulate it properly, so you might need to help me along the way here, Karen, but this idea that you should make yourself at home, however, you should still treat it nicer than your own home. Yes. So like you do want to make yourself at home. Yes. You want to be comfortable. You want to not have to ask your host for everything. Like you should feel comfortable enough to go get yourself a glass of water if you need a piece of toast or, you know, as long as you've been given permission to eat what's in the fridge, assuming that's there. Like you should feel comfortable to do those small things for yourself. But at the same time, I do think there's still this sense of propriety where you should still treat it nicer <sighs> than you would treat treat your own home. Yes. Oh man, I'm with you. There's so many thoughts on this one. Okay. So, okay. I do. I have tons. Okay. I'm going to rattle off a few. One is if they don't put their feet up on the tables, you don't either. I'm so glad like, you said that because yeah. I specifically thought of that example when I was writing yeah. this down. You don't do that. You don't take the remote and start using the remote on the TV. That's, you don't do that. Like you ask, Hey, could I, you want to watch TV? And if they usually people, I don't know if you notice people like it's their remote. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but it also shows that all, you became independent of them. Like if you start taking control of the TV, you're now independent and you're right. not the guest anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you use coasters, you use coasters, you know, you go get a paper towel, whatever and you go about, that's what you were saying. Like treat it nice in your home. You may not use coasters, go get a paper towel or a little cloth, just put it down. Like, well, you don't have to do that. Oh, it's all right. I don't mind. And then they'll tell you if you have to or not have to, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Like, and also you just want, yeah, you want to just take a step it up a bit, no matter how comfortable, like going, I agree with you going into the fridge and just grabbing food. I've heard, I know I do know people don't like that. I've had, friends tell me they just you I mean you have to be so close and they're in there with you cooking right. or they're like you're in the fridge because they're looking for stuff and you're helping them but you're not independently in their fridge these are yes. so silly things but I, yeah I'm with you totally and on the other side of that as a host I make sure we have a cabinet that's like the snack cabinet you know yeah. that's where all the chips and the cookies and like the yeah. yummy things are and we always make sure to tell people like anything in the snack snack cabinet, like help yourself to, you know, the snack cabinet. So as a guest, if someone's, if the host is giving you that permission, then I think at that point, it's like such a fine line. Because at that point as the guest, if you've been given permission, then I say yeah. go for it. Because yes, then if you yes. ask your host, 
it somehow becomes inconveniencing again because yeah. they've already yeah. told you just go for it. Yes, so, which is the rules. Communication, thing. right? <laughs> yeah. But that's the rules because I also read that in a few of the online magazines that rules, like find, what are the house rules? So if they're saying the rules and they're saying for you, Brenda, hey, this is our snack cupboard 24-7. It's all yours. Don't Please don't ask. Just go when you're hungry. Eat whatever you want. It's all there for you. That's a rule. And then right. you don't have to do you, The rules are set. So, yeah. Well, and that goes back to this idea, right? Like make yourself at home. Yes. Yeah. Make yourself the food. But still treat it nicer than you would your own home. So if your mm-hmm. own way of being, if anybody listened to our episode about messiness, you'll know that Brenda's <laughs> way of being is to not actually be the most tidy in the kitchen. I don't always do my dishes right away. Sometimes I let them sit. Yeah. Most of the time I let them sit. Uh, <laughs> however, when I'm visiting someone else and I'm the guest, like I'm right. cleaning my dishes, I'm cleaning other people's dishes. Yeah. I'm seeing things that are out of order and I just tidy them up. You know, I put yeah. all the dishes away, <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I go like above and beyond, even though I would never do that in my own home. Um, because it's out of respect to the host. Yeah. It's almost, you're not at a hotel or you're not, you know, you're not at a restaurant. So it's your little part. It's the little part you play. The other thing um, I thought was really cool. I thought it was a great, um, is always bring your own phone charger. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. So bring your own phone charger. And um, because you don't know if you have the same phones. Right. And then you're like, oh, like you can just plug it in somewhere. Hey, where can I plug in my phone? But you've got your all set up. So I thought that was really cool to bring your own phone charger. I um, do and, like and, and then the other thing is, um, and you've talked, I've heard you talk about this a, a few times on our podcast is don't be on your phone. So when dinner's served, dinner's served. And that's not the time, you know, you take a call or you do all that. So I thought that was really good. It's just, be mindful when you're at someone else's dinner table. Yeah. And you're right. We have, I think, brought that up before. And I know I, I, if memory serves, I feel like one of the things we decided upon that around that is, you know, if you, if you do know that you have something you need to be looking for, then just name that up front to, you know, say to your, the rest of the party, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to check my phone for X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that then if you do find yourself looking at your phone because you're waiting for an email or whatever it may be, everyone knows. Um, I still don't yeah. know that it's, you know, the best practice, but it, again, I think communication can go a long way. Yeah. Okay, I have one last one. Okay. One last one. Um, don't arrive early. And read the room when it's time to leave. Because mm-hmm. the host will tell you when it's time to leave. Yep. They will tell you. They'll start getting busy. They'll maybe get up. They may yawn. They may start talking about what they need to do. And, oh, I tomorrow have a really big day. Mm-hmm. Read the room. And I got to say, kudos to Corey. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And kudos to Corey. He does. He reads the room. He reads the room better than I do, actually, when it's time to go. Really? He'll like, he'll, yeah. Yeah. He'll go. It's, 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 let's close up. I'm like, okay. And that's his cue of saying, I I read the room and we're closing up, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, and don't go early. Uh, hosts don't like that. They don't want you there early. Be there. You can be there maybe 10 minutes early, but 
Okay, like 10 minutes yeah. early is okay. Yeah. You're saying, yeah. like, don't be, get there a half an, an hour, hour beforehand. Yeah, hour. yeah, a half hour, an hour. Yeah, don't do okay, that. Okay, that you makes sense. Yeah. I was going to ask why, but now, yeah. I, now I see what you're saying. <laughs> or you call them and say, I, I'm, I got here sooner than I thought. What time do you want me to get there? Oh, come on over now. You know, they may say that. Or they may mm -hmm. go, oh, yeah, no, maybe quarter two. Like, you know, so you can just call. But, yeah, I got to, because they may be still in prep mode. Right, totally. Unless it's already been determined, right, that you're going to come early and help or something. Unless there was already a pre-established plan, then yeah. I, I I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Most people like to arrive fashionably anyhow. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> okay. So as we come to a close here, I do have one more, and it seems super simple. And you're going to think, well, of course I would do that, but I don't always think we remember to do this. And that is just to make sure that you thank your host, whether that is um, at the end of the party when you say goodbye, whether or that is, uh, you know, in a follow up text or if you actually if you're old school and you like to send a physical card, but making sure that you let them know that you appreciated their time that they spent hosting and that you were invited as a guest. Um, you know, I know that and. This is this is might be an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a fan of the goodbye where you just leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> um, and I think that's where you can kind of run into this forgetting to say thank you to your host, because if you are a person that says that just leaves without saying goodbye, if you like to sneak out, you can do that. I'll give you that. Don't do that at my parties because I don't like it. But you know, you can do that, but just make sure that you do acknowledge afterwards, whether again, that's via text or phone call or a card that you did appreciate the invite, you appreciated them hosting and that you appreciated being there um, since you didn't get to say that when you left. Anyhow, well, that that's our episode on what Karen and I think it means to be a good guest. <laughs> With that being said, I feel like we have to do an episode on being a good host now as well, because we did allude a few times to some things that we enjoy doing or we've enjoyed as a guest. So I think there's a follow-up episode in, in the cards. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening today to Do That Well, and we hope that you join us again next week for a new topic. Bye.